Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. The first season, which if you haven't listened to yet, you totally should, saw the release of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend, Brian Bowling. And thanks to evidence unearthed by proof, on December 8th, 2022, both Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were finally freed after 25 years behind bars. With that same investigative drive, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, and this time, they are on the streets of Manteca, California, to find out who really killed Renee Ramos. In proof, murder at the warehouse, you hear how, on June 5th, 2000, Renee's body was found buried beneath a pile of debris inside a new Home Depot building. And how, despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, her boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and 33-year-old Ty Lopez were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee, by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. I wanted to take a second and share with you guys my newest podcast obsession, The Conspirators. The Conspirators is a dark history podcast that talks about some of the strangest events in the past. In each bi-weekly episode, your host, Nate Hale, tells a story of unsolved mysteries, conspiracies, serial killers, unexplained events, survival tales, and much, much more. Some recent episodes have discussed such topics as the truth behind the Bermuda Triangle. Was Thomas Edison a murderer? The life story of the father of modern criminology? And was a young woman found dead on a tiny island off the coast of Ireland, murdered by witchcraft? These are the stories your history teacher never told you. And the scariest part is, they all really happened. You can listen to The Conspirators podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or pretty much everywhere else you get your podcasts from. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cop of murder. Money can make desperate people into dangerous people. 
On September 15, 1951, a man was born who would take his desperate money situation and let it make him into a cold-blooded killer. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Norbert Hans Polk, born September 15, 1951, in Stuttgart, West Germany, was a high-ranking police sergeant in Baden-Warenberg, working in their K-9 division. After winning 36,000 Deutsche Mark, about 21,732 U.S. dollars, Norbert set out to build a house for himself, his wife, two sons, and a daughter in a village in Bachnong. Unfortunately, this windfall from the lottery didn't last long, and soon after construction was completed, the Polk family found themselves heavily indebted. Then, in March of 1984, their daughter died from a brain tumor. She was just three years old. Now, right around the time the Polk family started to experience immense tragedy in their lives, a series of home and bank robberies started to happen around the city. First, the unknown assailant would lure his victims into a remote rest area. Once away from any witnesses, he would shoot them to death with a service weapon, drive their stolen vehicles to a nearby bank, and rob the establishment. The masked man would then smash the windows of the ticket counter with a sledgehammer, grab the cash, and escape into the night, earning himself the name Hammer Killer. On May 3, 1984, a 47-year-old engineer named Siegfried Fitzer was found shot in the head at a highway rest stop in Moorbach. His car, linked to a bank robbery that happened that same day, was found about a quarter of a mile away from his body. Despite an extensive criminal investigation, the killer was never located. Seven months later, the body of 37-year-old Eugene Weidey was found in Grossbottwar rest stop and, a week later, his car was used to rob a bank in a different town. The assailant, memorably wielding a sledgehammer. For more than a year, the hammer killer, Norbert Hans Polk, wreaked havoc in the town of Heilbronn, Ludwigsburg. Local police knew there was a pattern and knew that they had a serial killer on their hands, but seemed no closer to finding out who this man was. In July of 1985, the police, who by this point had started a task force aimed to capture the hammer killer, reached out to the public for help, even broadcasting the information on a popular television program. It is believed that Norbert's wife watched this program, but whether or not she realized her husband was the man responsible remains a mystery. That same month, 26-year-old Wilfried Scheider was found shot to death in a parking lot, and it was at this point that police realized the weapon was one commonly issued to other officers. Like the others, Wilfried's car turned up later at the scene of a robbery about seven miles away. But this bank robbery didn't seem to go as smoothly as the others. The quick-thinking teller forced the thief to flee without his customary loot, meaning Norbert left empty-handed and a little bit frazzled from the close call. Later, on September 29, 1985, an anti-terrorist officer looking for bombs in a railroad station found a police uniform in one of the lockers. Between this and the murder weapon, police were keen to find out who the uniform belonged to, tracing it back to Chief Inspector and 14-year veteran Norbert Polk. Asked about the uniform, Norbert claimed he had to make a quick change after a family member's funeral and must have forgotten his uniform in the locker. But when police looked into his story a bit, 
They found no recent family deaths, but a whole lot of debt that accrued after his daughter's death in March of 1984, just before the Hammer murders began. With a clear motive spelled out right in front of them, the police started to work to build a case against one of their own. In the meantime, Norbert Polk requested and got some sick leave on October 14, 1985, meaning when police showed up to his home to ask some questions about the murders, Norbert was nowhere to be found. Fearing he fled the country, police pushed their way inside of his home, only to find Norbert's wife lying dead on the bathroom floor, two shots to the head, and his son Adrian lying dead in one of the bedrooms. Before the search for Norbert and his missing son, Gabriel, could truly begin, on October 23, 1985, the bodies of father and son were found in Brindisi, Italy, in what was clearly a murder-suicide. After confirming Norbert's pistol was the murder weapon, the case was officially closed. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on September 16th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.